You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Shrinkflation has gotten completely out of hand. And a variety of other things, I feel oh, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At a restaurant the other night, got a cheeseburger with fries. My son did. Asked for some ranch for the fries. That's $2 extra. Whoa. $2? For a condiment? For a dollop of ranch dressing? Uh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. I think they're wrong. I think the the idea that We'll keep the price of the entree the same, and people won't notice. And then you charge $2 when you ask for ranch. does you more harm than if you'd have just raised the price. Same thing, I think, with uh, the shrinking stuff. I think you're pissing me off more than when I grab a box of Raisin Bran. It's as thick as a Reader's Digest, if you're old <laughs> enough to know what that is. Um, Not thick is the point. <laughs> And, but you kept the price the same. I think you're pissing me off more than if you just kept the box the same size and yeah. raised the price. Clearly. I think Clearly. I think your psychology is working backwards on you at this point. All right, a couple of quick thoughts, and we'll get into the beef, the the in, the incredibly expensive meat of the hour. Uh, first of all, I've already made my New Year's resolution. It's to stretch more. Mm, that's a good resolution. I, I need to stretch. Well, I'm in pain all the time, and part of the reason is I don't stretch enough. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I have a friend who is a physical therapist who said, particularly working with older clients, which is obviously not me, um, she said, if I've got the choice between working on flexibility or strength with my clients, it's not even a, it's not even close. Really, always flexibility, always. So people uh, hitting the gym, lifting weights, fine if you're stretching, but if it's one of the one or the other, yeah. stretch, and you can do that anyway. <laughs> oh my hip. <laughs> And obviously, you don't need a gym membership or any fancy shoes or anything like that to stretch. Yeah, you need gravity, essentially. A floor is helpful. But, uh, yeah, and I've got to do it. Oh, it would change your life. I'm just a moron if I don't. Okay, change your life. Said. Thank you for the support. I appreciate it. When are you going to uh, start? I already have. Okay. I've been sneaking out in commercial breaks and, and doing my stretches. Like, what's your main go-to stretch? <sighs> I have do you, several. Do you put both feet behind your head? Can you do that? <laughs> Are you wearing yoga pants? You're going to have always really tight, too. Little left to the imagination. The old moose knuckle. Anyway, I shouldn't have said that. No. Um, where were we? No. Uh, Michael. I blame Michael. You just keep your, 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 your thoughts to yourself there, son. All right. Uh, oh, my go-to? Kind of laying on my back and having the legs go to one side. For for a while, and then the other side for a while, because I like I like the golf, and uh, it'd be nice to be more flexible. Okay. Anyway, also you were terrifying us with visions of World War Three last hour. This headline: Space Race 2.0. China is building weapons to attack the U.S. on ground, sea, or air targets from orbit. Awesome. Okay, so death rays from the sky. Check. <laughs> Uh, Mike Pompeo said that the most dangerous person in the world to Americans is Randy Weingarten. It's not a close call. If you ask who's the most likely to take this republic down, it would be the teachers' unions and the filth they're teaching our kids. He concluded, if our kids don't grow up understanding America is an exceptional nation, we're done. I want to get more into that later in the hour. Because I think it's he's absolutely right. And these so-called culture war issues, they're not overrated. They're underrated in their importance. Having said that, I thought this was so interesting. The New York Times, which is a liberal publication, (laughs) has, I think on a weekly basis, a conversation between two of their columnists. uh, Oh, I eliminated their names in my editing. It's a very poor job. Brett Stevens and Gail Collins. Gotcha. She is a lefty. He is a conservative. Um, but they are friends and respect each other. And they have these back and forths that they then put in print, which it's frequently pretty interesting. Um, and I thought this part was so interesting. Um, and they were talking about the, uh, the student loan forgiveness thing. Let me scan to it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Gail says, uh, I've really been rooting for Biden. Oh, the reason I think it's interesting, I want you to hear these comments. Listen to these comments and tell me what you think it says about people who see the world from a conservative point of view and a liberal point of view. She says, I've really been rooting for Biden to get around the court challenges to his student loan forgiveness program. Doesn't look promising, and I presume that makes you happy. Brett Stevens says, yeah. Federal courts have been rightly skeptical of any presidential decision made with no input from Congress that will cost taxpayers $400 billion or more. It's an abuse abuse of the separation of powers. 
an insult to everyone who paid off their debts, and a giant moral hazard when it comes to other types of debt. I gather you see it differently. So that was, to me, you know, to give away the punchline a little bit, several solid arguments about why it is unconstitutional, unfair, and immoral. She responds with, We've got a generation of Americans who are encouraged to take out big federal student loans, often by scummy for-profit schools that never really delivered anything. Even those who went to good colleges were never given the proper information about their likely future earnings compared with debt. Brett jumps in, I don't see people who get student loans as victims. I see them as beneficiaries who won't make good on their end of a bargain. And Gail gets back into it. You're talking about a multitude of earnest young people whose lives are going to be hamstrung, and a lot of them will simply never get out of the hole. I say, let's put this behind us and make sure borrowers of the future have a really clear idea of what they're getting into. It's just something, if you see things a certain way, her arguments just seem stupid. Yes, or childlike. Sincere. And she's a very bright woman. But they're utterly childlike. There are all kinds of people hamstrung by debt. If you're going to pick one crowd to bail out, why would it be college kids who are the most likely to prosper in America of any crowd? Right. Right. What I think it illustrates so clearly on just a broader level, a philosophical level, which is, you know, what I was bringing this up about, um, although I'm more than happy to talk about the particulars of the issue, um, is that conservatives are much more concerned with making sure the rules are fair and the rules are followed. Whereas from the liberal point of view, what I want to happen, what I feel should happen is what should happen. Yeah, I'm trying to be fair and open-minded about this, but um, it it seems like it's exactly like the abortion discussion in terms of the ruling the Supreme Court came down on. The Supreme Court decided it's not the federal government's job and the Constitution doesn't allow for this. The left's argument would be women should have control over their own bodies. Okay, that doesn't answer the should the does the constitution specifically refer to it or not or should judges be the ones to decide this as opposed to the people at the ballot box right right so again he makes the uh, the argument that it's an incredibly expensive abuse of the separation of powers an insult to everyone who paid off their debts and a giant moral hazard when it comes to other types of debt forgiveness and the Founding Fathers warned us specifically against debt forgiveness by government because it's frequently used as a tool of oppression. Anyway, her response to that ignores the separation of powers, does not address the insult to everyone who paid off their debts, doesn't even wink at the giant moral hazard, and doesn't you know pay attention at all to your point that you've made so many times at how utterly regressive this is, that plumbers and hourly cashiers should pay off the college debts Of college students, college grads, some non-grads. You could make a more sympathetic, I still wouldn't buy it, but a more sympathetic argument toward people who haven't graduated high school. People who haven't graduated high school are going to have a tough go of it. So they shouldn't have to buy cell phones. How are they going to manage in the modern world without a cell phone and no high school education? That's why American taxpayers should spend $500 million 
paying for iPhones for those who didn't graduate from high school. That argument makes way more sense to me than this one, even though I still wouldn't buy it. But Well, and if Congress voted on that, both houses, signed by the president, that would suck and be bad public policy, but at least it would be constitutional. Yeah, the president declaring people without a high school education should get free iPhones would be crazy. And it's no different than this, though. Well, and I'm trying so hard, Jack, in the spirit of your attempt at fairness, not to lapse into sarcasm and verbal abuse, but (laughs) do what you do best. (laughs) It's an unconstitutional and terrible policy. And her response is, but they're trying so hard, and it's so hard to pay off debt, and it would just, let's put this behind us. Did you not hear anything I said, you ninny? And some of it is always trying to see the different way people on the right versus the left look at the world. People on the left just seem to think there's endless money for everything. Just endless. Well, and then the cynics on the right, and they're most of the politicians you can name, friends, have said, well, they get elected uh, acting like that over and over again, so let's act like that, too. Right, right. And we're doomed. Doomed! Where does it currently stand, the whole bailing out the college kids thing? Uh, two different circuit courts have said, no. And the Supreme Court said, bring your arguments in February. We'll take a look at this and settle it once and for all. Um, and I read uh, a pretty responsible analysis by a legal expert whose name I don't recall, but it seemed you know even-handed. Uh, and he said, yeah, he, he said, I never predict these things, and no lawyer should. But in this case, I'm going to probably 6-3, absolutely not. Okay. Uh, so we'll see. But I just thought that was so interesting. God, one would hope. So the jury has the Harvey Weinstein L.A. rape case. Hoping he's going to go to prison for life is what they determine. But we'll see. They came hard at Gavin Newsom's wife on Friday. We didn't talk about that on the air. Ugly. Shows you why uh, women are hesitant to come forward with these things. But anyway, maybe maybe we'll talk about that. A number of other things on the way. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. 
Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Are you familiar with the sight and sound best movies list? It is is the definitive, by far the only one anybody cares about, according to other critics. Roger Roger Ebert once declared it. It's the one all serious movie people look at. Hmm. Your list of top ten movies. Sight and Sound. Sight and Sound is what it's called. It's okay. a, it's a, uh, I got a certain crowd that they interview and blah, blah, blah. Well, for whatever reason, their top ten list came out and it's got changes to it for the first time in a very long time. Citizen Kane has been the number one movie on that list for a half a century. And a whole bunch of other movies that you either hated or couldn't sit through. <laughs> Uh, but the list got shook up for a number of reasons um, this time around. I thought I'd just hit you with them. Going through the top 20, there are some movies. My favorite movie of all time, Apocalypse Now, is number 19. Uh, to, to, to see some, you know, have some movies on here, at least you've heard of. And it's pretty artsy, but at least it's something, you know, you don't just scratch your head and wonder what the hell it was. You can tell it's a movie about the Vietnam War, for instance. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was surprised to see at uh, number 11, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, really. Was, uh, yeah, better show. Brilliant filmmaking, though, yeah. Uh, the Searchers, John Ford, number 15. Just going with movies I've heard of. The Godfather finished at 12. Uh, but I'll hit you with the top 10. Well, f- should I hit you with number one first? Because it's kind of funny. Uh, it's up to you. I haven't N- seen it. Number one is Chantel Ackerman's Jean Dielmen, 23 Quai der Commerce, 1080 oh, yeah. Bruxelles. Oh, that was good stuff. A pioneering work. This is the number one movie of all time. A pioneering work of slow cinema in one unbroken shop shot. The movie is one unbroken shot. The title character makes a meatloaf for more than three minutes and represents the first appearance of any female director in any sight and sound top ten ever. So they're kind of going woke oh, a little bit. but my lord. A three-minute meatloaf? assembly it's an unbroken shot joe what the what the God? here's your top 10 singing in the rain you've heard of that gene kelly and some dancing fine i don't know why it's number love, 10 oh, Great i love that i've watched it okay 50 times maybe I don't know. uh number nine man with a movie camera from 1929 you haven't seen it number eight i've seen made no impression on me maybe i need to go back and watch it again david lynch film mulholland drive hmm. i remember it being weird it's a number nine movie of all time, or number eight movie of all time. Number seven, Beau Travail. Number six, 2001, A Space Odyssey, which you've heard of. 
Yeah, okay. Number five, In the Mood for Love. Number four, Tokyo Story. Number three, Citizen Kane. Number two, a Hitchcock movie you've actually seen, probably, Vertigo. Number one, number two movie of all time. And then the number one movie, that meatloaf-making movie (laughs) from 1975. Now, as much as I enjoy meatloaf, both the tasty dinner treat and the singer, uh, that list is full of crap. I know. That's a crappy list. Well, that's why I brought it up. It's just That's a list of crap. I found it interesting. (laughs) So that's the most respected... There is no close second list of the best movies of all time. And if you, and 99.5% of people wouldn't want to see almost all the movies in the top 20. So what does that mean? Well, and then you've got the principle that I've dealt with, you know, throughout my life looking at lists like, like this one. It was super innovative at the time, super influential. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But you watch it these days, and it's like, who cares? But I, I mean, it's I, tough to appreciate. I get the masses loving something isn't the point of all art, but if the masses, if if almost everybody rejects the art, who's it for then? Other critics? Yes, that's yeah, for people to to show how sophisticated they are, that they're the only ones who get it. And do they actually like it, or are they pretending? Does it all make sense just to the critics? And they just think we're all rubes, all of us. And if, and again, I'm not a populist, really. But but if almost everybody is agreement on something, and we're all human beings, aren't you the outlier and weirdo and wrong at some point? Well, yeah, okay. If if I'm going to indulge in in pseudo intellectualism myself, if all of our pretensions were laid bare. And, like, we had to be labeled with them. That would be really embarrassing. I just think those critics are so pretentious. They may not even be aware of how pretentious they are. If I'm at your house and you make me watch the meatloaf eating movie, I'm going to be very unhappy. I'm very hungry. (laughs) I don't care if it is the best movie of all time. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have reached a settlement in their divorce and I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that she maybe had an easier time finding a good lawyer mm. <laughs> Wow that's a lots of lawyers are Jewish joke I guess it? it's out of bounds out of bounds so uh, a couple of things uh, I'm gonna move swiftly here a couple of stories just to touch on uh, did you see that long piece in the Wall Street Journal? It was a story of uh, uh, a young Marine mom so, who yeah. became addicted to meth. I read the whole thing. Yeah, I hadn't intended to, but I just kept hanging in there and read the whole thing. And what struck me about it, a number of things struck me about it, but the the, the main takeaway was once again, for the love of God, somebody whose life was saved by going to jail. Oh, right. Because they couldn't get off drugs. The idea that helping them do it on the streets would be the the thing that would save them is absurd. You know, a lot of the the current policies are just, well, again, I've quoted this so many times, we are easing our young people into death on the pavement. Anyway. It's worth mentioning, though, the thing that's stuck out to me. You're right. That's the thing that should stick out to everyone. But how she got started, because I think that's what everybody wonders. So she's a mom. And she's uh, busy, like you are when you're a parent. And she had a friend who seemed like a super mom. Like, how do you do it? You keep up with everything. You're on all these committees, and you do all these things, and your house, your house is, clean. is spotless, right? And how do you do it all? And she says, well, I'll tell you what I do. And showed her, you know, I, I take a little of this every day, and it gives me lots of energy. And that's how it started. And that's how it starts for so many people. It ain't something you can dabble in. Yeah, yeah. Or for a lot of people, it ain't something they can dabble in. Anyway, and then the other aspect of of the story that I'll not forget is that in prison she became uh, girlfriends with uh, that uh, that young woman who who killed a nine year old girl at age sixteen, was it? Uh, and was tried as an adult and will be in jail for the rest of her life and stuff like that. Oh, and and the fact that she was just a wounded person with depression and rage and the rest of it who who decided to let out her rage on another human being just. Ooh. So so ugly. One more thing about the drugs. So she, uh, she, you know, she tries it. Just I'd like to have a little more energy. Within a month, she sits down her husband and tells him she's leaving him. Yeah. So that's how quickly your mind can be switched around in terms of your priorities or what you want out of life. That's scary. Yeah. Essentially, she's leaving her husband and child for meth. Yeah. I found a new lover. Although you don't think that. That's the problem. That's not what your brain is telling you. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, craziness. Uh, on a related story, fentanyl deaths in L.A. County soared 1,280% in the last five years. Of course, you know, fentanyl, who would even heard of it five years ago? So the rise to me is just sensationalism. But um, I thought this was interesting um, that uh, this, uh, this gal whose 19-year-old son died a few years ago of an overdose involving fentanyl, and again, it's a poisoning. If you don't know you're taking a substance and it kills you, that's a poisoning. That's not an overdose. <clears throat> Granted, this, the person involved, this young man, was taking some sort of drug, but that doesn't mean we should go soft on somebody who killed him. Anyway, um, she made the point that fentanyl is killing everyone and anyone To the parents out there that think, not my child, think again. This is killing straight-A students, track stars, all races, all religions, all socioeconomic groups. And also, I would add, all ages, including a horrific number of teenagers. Um, Last year, fentanyl was involved in 55% of overdose deaths across the country. Or, I'm sorry, across the county. This is L.A. County. And among 12 to 17-year-olds who died of an overdose, 92% tested positive for the drug. So, again, there's no safe use of hard drugs at this point. None. It's killing tens of thousands of our young people. Time to change the way we're doing it. Uh, Moving along again. So this didn't get any attention. Of course it did not. The IG, the Treasury Department IG, Inspector General, uh, this is in the Biden administration, found no retribution in the auditing of Comey and McCabe with the FBI. So do you remember that story? James Comey who yeah. ran the FBI, then Andrew McCabe who ran the FBI, both got audited. And the assumption was, and I actually kind of thought it might be true. It looked a little odd. That the Trump administration <laughs> sicked the IRS on Comey and McCabe just as punishment and audited them audited them, which is a miserable thing to go through, from what I understand. Uh, you know, just as you know, trying to find something or to make their lives miserable or whatever. Well, the Biden well, administration... Well, special kind of audit, too, where they do, like, everything up to and including a body cavity search. Right. Well, the, uh, the Biden administration's Treasury Department looked into it and said it was just random audits just happened to come up. Mm. So there you go. That didn't make the news, of course. No, of course not. Of course not. Um, and uh, speaking of bureaucracies, I love this. We talked, uh, remember uh, last week we were talking about uh, Harvard and, and Yale and these, uh, these uh, schools with these gigantic, unimaginably huge endowments of tens of billions of dollars in the bank. And they've spent all the money on adding more and more layers of bureaucrats and administrators. Came across this about the University of California system, often referred to as the most prestigious university system in the world. Mm-hmm. In 24, I'm sorry, by 2014, oh, I skipped ahead a paragraph. Uh, the vaunted UC system employs 48,000 unionized students to teach grade, uh, grade papers and conduct research. And that might make some wonder, this editorialist writes, what it is exactly that tenured professors do all day than other than dream up new woke nightmares to visit upon the nation in coming years. Um, by 2014, administrators at UC campuses outnumbered faculty, having grown by 60% over a decade, during which student enrollment increased by 22%. So the students are up about 20%. The f- administrators had grown by 60%, and the number of faculty only went up by 8%. A 
A study at UC Berkeley found 11 layers of management with 471 managers in charge of just one person. Wow. So you're the boss of something. You have only one underling. But you can't consolidate all those administrators. In fact, you're going to grow it by 60%. The number of direct reports per supervisor in the private sector ranges from 6 to 11. And often it's one in the UC system. There's a good chance a few of those 471 managers are diversity, equity, and inclusion chiefs with social media assistance, etc., so is it any wonder that inflation-adjusted tuition at state-run universities almost tripled from 20 to 2020? Almost tripled. See, what's interesting about this is it's happened in the public schools the same time it's happened in the, in the universities. And what's going on culturally, or did they both just catch on to each other's scam? Hey, that's a good idea. I've got this. Just came across it over the weekend. The percent growth of population in public schools between 2000 and 2019. So this is the in the 2000s up until a couple of years ago, the latest numbers. Students grew 7.6%. Teachers grew 8.7%. Administrators grew 90%. Wow. In public schools in the 2000s. Wow. So why did the same thing happen, you know, for fifth graders that happened at the universities? Well, it's because the universities turn out teachers and teachers union advocates and administrators. Um. It's just, it's a giant, bloated, circular, perpetual motion machine but a lot of, of it producing is, administrators. But a lot of it is um, uh, the diversity and equity crowd, right? You just, oh, yeah. you feel like that they're the, 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 the America's screwed up and the only way to fix it is to get a whole bunch of middle managers with weird titles dedicated to more diversity and signage or whatever you were talking about last week. Well, right, yeah. If And if I propose that we need a new dean of DEI and community decolonization, uh, and you say, no, that we don't need that. We don't have the budget for it. All of a sudden, you're a racist. Again, you're anti-equity. You're a colonizer. Again, so this is the first 20 years of this century. We had a growth of students and teachers. Of course, you had more students. As the population grew, 7.6%. She needs some more teachers, 8.7%, probably about right. Yeah. Direct administrators grew 90% in that same amount of time. Now, that's not like going back to the 40s. That's going back to the 90s. Did you think there weren't enough administrators in school in the 90s or 80s or 70s, depending on how old you are when you look back on your schooling? Or did things seem fine? I felt like I learned a lot. I felt like my kids learned a lot prior to that time. It seemed fine. That's amazing. Everything seemed to go great. It's really stunning. Yeah, it is. It's shocking. Uh, getting back to the universities just uh, briefly, uh, this uh, senior policy analyst at the Texas Public Policy Foundation makes the point that this administrative bloat has been fed by virtually limitless federal student loans with almost 43 million borrowers now owing more than $1.7 trillion. The average student graduating with a bachelor's degree carries about $24,000 in debt. Oof. And if you distort a market like that, Super cheap, readily available cash loans to a bunch of 18-year-olds and or their families who may or may not understand the ramifications of borrowing that much money. You will get a cash-bloated, slush-fund-sucking, wildly distorted market. And that is education in America right now. 
Now, you can't explain away the uh, elementary schools through student loans, obviously. Um, but it's a cultural shift. of, And it's not just the DEI thing. I hope you didn't take out a student loan for third grade. I really <laughs> hope you didn't. Yeah, well, uh, some of those private schools. Oh, what the, the oh. rich people pay is just astonishing. But um, education has become an insular uh, world where they manage themselves. And you remember, we've seen some quotes lately from various progressives who, who who think the idea of the community and parents being involved in what their kids learn, what they don't learn, is obscene. It should be PhDs in education who decide all this stuff. Man, that is the last people who should be deciding it. Speaking of which, Mike Peos says Randy Weingarten of the Big Teachers Union is the most dangerous person in America. We'll get to that in a few minutes. And Elon Musk says there is a credible assassination threat against him. I don't doubt it. So we can do that story, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The court case that is roiling America. Kraft's Velveeta Macaroni and Cheese versus All That Is Good. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right, I will. My gosh. So Mike Pompeo had a speaking engagement in Vegas for this uh, Republican Jewish conference uh, the other day. And afterward, he was asked um, what he viewed as the central issues. And he talked about, you know, the central issues of America are timeless, limited government, expanded set of freedoms, protecting the capacity of people to practice their faith, et cetera, et cetera. 
Then he added, making sure we don't teach our kids crap in school, which we're currently doing. And he went on, getting ahead of steam. Who's the most dangerous person in the world? People ask me all the time. Kim Jong-un, Xi Jinping, the most dangerous person in the world is Randy Weingarten. It's not a close call. If you ask who's the most likely to take this republic down, it would be the teachers' unions and the filth they're teaching our kids. If our kids don't grow up understanding America is an exceptional nation, we're done. And this editorialist uh, goes on, uh, because I think that's absolutely true. If you if you teach generations of children to loathe their own country and have contempt for it, it will fall apart. But he goes on, Ms. Weingarten, in her capacity as the titular head of America's educational elite, is a noted champion of Common Core, critical race theory, intersectionality, LGBTQIA, drag queen story hours, diversity, equity, inclusion, as well as social and emotional learning, and all else considered in vogue in academia. It is difficult, if not impossible, to find anything but her full embrace of these educational paradigms that have overwhelmed our nation's entire educational system from kindergarten to graduate school. And he goes into the absolutely terrible uh, educational achievement test scores of late, too. So it's utterly failed on that level. And I think he's he's absolutely right. I mean, we've we've gone into this more than once and we have other stuff to get to. But um, I don't think we'll wake up to the damage we've done ourselves through our children until it might be close to too late. Mm. That's not nearly the threat that Kraft's Velveeta cheese is to America. This is a pretty good piece by the Wall Street Journal. It's kind of funny. The microwave pasta tort. This is from their editorial board. We talked about this case a little bit last week. Everyone knows plaintiff attorneys are ravenous, but this one is ridiculous. The class action lawyers at Sheenan and Associates in New York are arguing that Kraft Heinz Company should pay millions because its microwavable pasta takes too long to prepare. This macaroni misadventure begins with plaintiff Amanda Ramirez, who bought a pack of, a pack of single-serving Velveeta shells and cheese at the grocery store this fall. We get the uh, the regular mac and cheese, not the Velveeta one, and it's pretty good. It's not quite as good when you boil the pot in the water and put the stuff in, but man, it's super fast. You put the water in there, you heat it up for three minutes, and it's done, and my kids like it. Anyway, the package says the dish is ready in three and a half minutes. But Ms. Ramirez discovered that three and a half minutes is just the length of time to complete one of several steps, according to her complaint filed in federal court in Florida. There really has to be a punishment for this sort of thing. That's the point of this article, yes. In addition to nuking the meal for three and a half minutes, consumers also have to remove the lid, add water, and stir in the cheese sauce. I did this just Saturday night. The complaint suggests all this effort has afflicted poor Miss Ramirez with a case of dinner-related trauma. This is a quote from the plaintiff's lawyers. She is now unable to rely on the labeling and representations not only of this product, but other similar products that claim they are ready in a specific amount of time because she is unsure whether those representations are truthful, the complaint states. You know, I'm not going to go all of <laughs> Iranian morality police, which oh may or God. may not have been disbanded, but I really want somebody to hit these people with a stick. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I suppose we all could be twisted if a lawyer came to us and said, look, I can get you easily. They'll settle for three million dollars. But I, uh, I would, I would really hate to have to have my name attached to. I now no longer can believe any label, and I'm not sure I can go forward in this world. 
Oh, my God. That is unbelievable. And uh, the uh, the plaintiff's lawyers note that the same product is sold in thousands of stores across the United States. The aggregate amount of the controversy exceeds $5 million, which they seek for Ms. Ramirez and all others similarly situated. You know, let me explain my comment. I have a principle, a guideline on the golf course, that if you can't find the golf ball, you look for it, right? And the length of time you look for it corresponds to the quality of the shot. If you, if somebody hits a really good shot and inexplicably can't find it, everybody ought to pitch in and, and find the damn thing, even if it takes a few minutes. If you hit some horrendous crap that more or less looked like it was going in the woods, it's probably in the woods, and just play on. You're not going to spend a lot of time looking for that shot. In the same way, I will respond to these lawsuits with the intellectual vigor that they deserve. And this lawsuit, those people deserve to be hit with a stick. That's as sophisticated as analysis as I'm willing to offer. Somebody hit them with a stick. Barbaric! If this sort of case sounds familiar, says the Wall Street Journal, look at the Ralph Lauren Corporation is being sued because they advertised a Pima cotton sweater as luxurious. There's a case in federal court arguing whether it is sufficiently luxurious to warrant being called luxurious. That stick is going to be busy. <laughs> yeah. This is this has to get fixed somehow, right? I don't understand what tort reform means exactly, but that's what I always hear when I hear people talking about these cases. We need some sort of reform where this sort of crap can happen. Yeah, we've got to have some independent panel that, or judge or whatever who figures out what's a frivolous and vexatious lawsuit that's clogging up the system. It's clearly just a money grab. It's idiotic. It's a waste of time. Oh, my God, you're making the argument she no longer can believe labels on anything. Oof. See, nobody would ever buy that. It's just vexatious. They're just thinking, all right, the corporation's going to figure it'll cost $3.5 million to defend this, so we'll uh, settle for $3 million. That saves them half a million dollars. They'll go for it. Right. We've got to stop that. We do. Uh, if you miss an hour of this show, you can always get it in podcast form. Armstrong and Getty On Demand, for instance, in hour four, we're going to talk about uh, Elon Musk says he's got assassination threats against him, and it gets into the whole... Uh, Revelation over the weekend of the Hunter Biden case and all that. If you don't know about it, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 